Hey everyone, welcome back to Lady Geeks of Society podcast. We are here to cover the finale. I'm Gisane. I'm Jenna. And this is after the rain. It rained yesterday in LA. So if rain, it's after the rain. Well, I miswrote this on my notes. <laughs> it's okay. I was calling it art of the the art of the swoon. The art of swoon instead. Of, I don't know. It's <laughs> the storm will come next season. Yes. This yes. was just a light rain. <laughs> this is true. You bring up a great point. I want more storms next season, please. Yes, please. Um, Poor Kate. So we actually start off with something that um, could potentially serve as a really big Easter egg. I don't think that this is actually our Mary Sheffield. Yeah. But in the beginning, it talks about a Mary who it's the swiftest wedding of the season. And we see a little bee make its way onto her flowers. And again, I don't think this is Mary Sheffield because that would make Edwina 10 years old. Right. <laughs> um, but I do think it's like one of those like little trinkets. Mm-hmm. Um, a Mary is coming. This is Mary yeah. Leopold. Whatever her last name became, we don't know. Not relevant. Mm-hmm. But a Mary Sheffield is coming and can't wait. Yeah. It, it was like a weird little intro yeah. into the last episode. I was like, okay, you know, whatever. So yeah. I feel like, yeah, it probably was like a little bit a of little a... sprinkle. Yeah. little little sprinkle. I feel like one of the things I like about this show is like them adding to the world and mm-hmm. this time. So it's like, even though I'm like, all right, okay, weird little story right now. But it was just like another little like tidbit into mm-hmm. this world. Yeah. So I then I was stroking the pillow too during that story and just, you... ooh, my heart. I'm a part of me is really glad that Julia Quinn never wrote the story for Edmund and Violet. <laughs> but another part oh, kind of cool. wants it, but I'm like, that would require a lot of sobbing getting through that story. It would be really rough. It would, because the prologue to the second season is very rough. Yeah, and it's like knowing... I it. <laughs> and like knowing that's where it's going to end up. It's yeah. like that whole book, I feel like I would probably just be crying. Yep, because it already happens. Uh, yeah. And then we are at Hastings' house with Daphne and Simon and... Henry Granville is trying to paint them and that he's on the struggle bus because tension. <laughs> I love this little scene. I do too, though. Like, the dress tension. stunning. Yes, I love her dress so much. Um, love that color. And I like, of course, seeing, like, the painter mm-hmm. have their whole setup going. Um, and it's funny. It's just... It is. That eye roll he does. Yes. <laughs> I think he's all of us. He is all of us. I'm at their nonsense. He really is all of us. Um, and then we are at Bridgerton House. Yes, this is a good little scene, too. I love this scene. So we start off with um, Eloise interrogating Benedict about Madame Delacroix. Yeah, and I like he, like, taps Eloise's chin. <laughs> and is like, shouldn't you be getting ready for your first ball? Like... <laughs> It's perfect. But I also really love his comment about, like, so what? Like, she's somebody that polite society doesn't deem um, worthy or whatever that I can't be friends with her. And I was like, you stay in this headspace and you go thrive. 
Yes, let's stay here. Please don't leave, Benedict. Um, so that was also a little great, little bit of a sprinkle into mm-hmm. what his story will look like. But then we get one of, I love this scene with fire in my soul. As because soon as they said so it. Huh? As soon as he said it. Are we talking about the same scene? What Anthony says? Yes. Yes. <laughs> okay, I was like, wait, wait, are we still talking about Benedict? Yeah. No, uh, when he tells Hy- Hyacinth that she can play Paul Mall, but not with his lucky mallet. Which is what? The mallet of death. Yes. <laughs> but I just, I, I love that scene so much because mm-hmm. it's just so precious. I don't think we see him actually talk to the littles. Yeah, not really. We see him, like, kind of swat Gregory. Yeah. And- we know he's aware of them, but there isn't conversation. And so it was really nice to get conversation. It was especially nice to get it with Hyacinth because I just... And I love how Gregory's like, you can't be serious. <laughs> it was so cute. I can't wait for... I want more of that. And I need more I of Anthony interacting with his family. Yeah. A.K.A. Eloise and the younger ones. Yeah. For sure. For sure. Um, And then... Uh, is Francesca back yet? No, not yet. Not just yet. She's coming. We got yes. word that she's coming. She's um, somewhere. So, I just, I love it. I love the little Opry Hall nod. Um, yes. I was just going to say, when Violet was like, oh yes, what an eventful, eventful season, like with Daphne and Simon and then Anthony and, yes, just- well, never mind. <laughs> Yeah, maybe so, we should just not talk about Anthony. Just throw shade. Um, but, yeah, then Marina thinks the baby is gone, so she's she's ready to go home. Um, and there's no use in her being here. Mm-hmm. Uh, and she tells Penelope that she thinks Colin will one day see that Pen has a good heart and mm-hmm. all of that stuff. And I'm just like, too little, too late. Yes. I'm glad that she says it, though, and that it ends on a more positive note. Yeah. Um, And then Daphne and Violet are shopping together. Yeah. And she says that, like, you know, she's splitting with the Duke and forgiveness and all that jazz. And she's like, how am I supposed to move forward? And then I love this scene because Violet's telling her to forgive. And then Portia comes in and she's like, no. I like that. Um, I love Violet. I do. But I clearly she has a lot to learn as well. And I oh, like yeah, that Daphne really does uh, step up a lot. And I mm-hmm. like that she invited Portia and everyone. Because yeah. even though Portia had some, you know, dirty tricks up her sleeve, mm-hmm. like still like their, their families have been so close. And especially yeah. I feel like mostly for Penelope. Like, mm-hmm. you know, I feel... I would like to see some stuff between Daphne and Penelope because we didn't see that. But we know Penelope is such like a close, so mm-hmm. close to their family. So I would like to see a more of that. part of me wonders, we'll get into this in more detail, but I, I wonder if Portia will be the one who's, I, I can't see Portia testing Violet again in the sense of oh. whether or not she would be there with the B. Right. Based on how accurate it is. Mm-hmm. I can't see Portia being like. 
I kind of could, yeah. though, because... I could, but I wonder if she'll test Violet like that. Like, it seemed like she really was sorry. Yeah, that's true. But, I mean, like, in another respect as well, like, she... If she is there for that, she could not even be thinking, like, really fully. Because it is yeah. kind of like, oh, my God, what did we just walk into? Yeah. You know? Um, or maybe she won't push as much. But then she might she might be, like, needling a little bit. Being, like, mm-hmm. the windows they could have seen from the windows. Yeah. Or, like, something like that. The windows. But you're right. Like, I do wonder how that will play out next season then. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, Daphne invites them. And then they get a letter there that... Uh, Mr. Crane is here. Yes. But it's not the crane that they're thinking of. No, it's not the crane they were looking for. It's Sir Philip Crane. Yes. And, like, I have to say, like, clearly we don't know a lot about Philip yet. No. And Philip in the books is kind of an enigma. You know, he's very quiet. (laughs) (laughs) Philip is... A very strange he's, character. He's an odd one. Like, I like him. I don't dislike him. Yeah. But, like, I think we've talked about... I, have we talked about this on here? Like, I feel I've like talked- I... Yeah, I feel like we need a little more from him. But, you know, like, rewatching again and, like, hearing the way his voice catches saying mm-hmm. that George died and stuff. Like, you know, especially with whatever they do decide to do with him with the show. Like, right hopefully now, we're not chops. really seeing... What was that? Hopefully less mutton chops. Yes, hopefully less mutton chops. <laughs> He is cute, though. He is um, very cute, but chops Jonathan are. Bailey is the only person that can rock those mutton chops. Let's, I let's think not... they're like a tad long for Philip as well. Yeah, they're they're just a little too long. Just gotta trim them. Chop, 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 chop those mutton chops. Yep. <laughs> but yeah, I feel like the Philip. Sorry, I feel like the Philip we're seeing here is, um, you know, he's still broken up by grief from his mm. brother's death. So I am interested to see how that's going to go. Also, a really important thing that he gives Marina a choice. Yes. It's not, oh, you are pregnant with, or well, at this moment, she's not technically pregnant or they don't believe she's pregnant, but it's not, you must marry me. It's, I'm willing to take on my brother's, um, you know, whatever it is that he started, I'm, I'm willing to take that responsibility if you are interested in this path with me. And so I think that that's really great to add in mm-hmm. because this episode was about what we choose to do. Yes. And how we choose to move forward. So I thought that that was really great. Yeah, I agree. It was that I like that they put that in there instead of, like you said, it's, mm-hmm. it shows a little bit more to him as well. Yeah. And then Marina crying. That was actually a great performance by Ruby Barker. Uh, It got me when she was like, I thought he was a villain. And Daphne's just looking at her like, oh. Yeah, that was rough. That was a good scene. It was a very good scene. And it made me feel for Marina. Yeah. For sure. And then we see Eloise at the Modis. I love this scene. Literally the second she walked in there, I was like, Benedict's here. (laughs) <laughs> like he's here he has to be here and then he comes down the stairs and I was like yep I knew it so ridiculous and I love like you can see how much like Eloise likes her too she does and I feel like Madame Delacroix she likes her to some extent but it's like you're ridiculous go away you know like she's clearly so like she's closed she has a man upstairs like leave her alone <laughs> but um just the way Eloise handled the whole thing, trying to get her to write something nice about the Featheringtons. I just love the whole thing. 
I do too. And like her little, her attitude with it, like, you know, yeah. people like my brother and then Benedict's face is just like, what the, what is she about to do? What is she doing? I'm going to murder her. Um, but I, it also kind of makes me wonder, does Madame Delacroix know anything about Whistledown? That would be interesting if she was like secretly working with Penelope. Because the way that she was like, I have no intentions of compromising anyone. Like, yeah. granted, she's talking about her brother, but mm-hmm. in obviously she, a woman can't compromise a man. Yeah. Uh, but also when she was just like, I'm sure Whistledown knows that, um, like, I'm sure Whistledown knows how to take care of herself. And I was like, how do you know that? Like, I don't know. It would be interesting to see if Penelope maybe has anyone helping her, even if they don't know it's Penelope. Yeah, I would be down for that. Like, if Madame Delacroix is somehow helping Whistledown, but she doesn't know Whistledown's identity either. Yeah. That that would would be be really cool. I would would love that, just to keep her around longer, because I also really like her as a character. Same. Fully agree. Also, the door was probably locked. She just went in and opened it. Yeah. Didn't she? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, because yeah, Eloise was banging at the door. Yeah, so don't open the door. I know Benedict locked that door, so it was already. Uh, where are we at? Uh, and then we go into Snoop. Ooh, you know what? I'll give it to her here as well. She does ask him again. What did your father do mm-hmm. to make you make yeah. this vow? Mm-hmm. And he doesn't answer the question. Yeah, but generally. I am that person that's like, don't go through someone's phone. Don't go through their drawers. Don't go through their letters. Like, boundaries, agency. We yes. need that. But in this case, I, I do give her a pass. Yeah, because how many times can she ask? Clearly, there's something there. And clearly, yeah. she loves this man. She's trying. She's not doing out of any malicious intent, too. And I think that's yeah. important to note. Like, yeah. she's... She might be snooping, but she's genuinely cares for this mm-hmm. man and wants to do, try to yeah. do something, you Absolutely. know? So it's like, again, she wasn't going to do anything bad. She mm-hmm. wasn't doing it because she didn't trust him or whatever. It's genuinely, he didn't want to open up and like maybe, you know, obviously I guess like it is his information yeah. and everything, but like, I don't know. I think it's. It had to be done, otherwise nothing was going to happen. So it's like, I'm not going <laughs> to... Can't really, like, talk about um, the morality of this issue. Yeah. I, wait, I think we jumped ahead. Oh, right. And then, yeah, she asked for more information about... Uh, but Simon was saying also that she's better off without him. Mm-hmm. And then Daphne's saying, let her decide that. Which but this I... is after the boxing match. I think this no, is it's not before. after the boxing match. She goes, she finds it after the boxing match. Yeah. But this is when they run into each other before the boxing match. Right, right, right. Yeah. Okay, I just had the boxing match to talk about Will and Alice oh, okay. and Lord Featherington and hate him. <laughs> anyway, so yeah. yeah. She... I love that she says, let her decide that if whether or not she's better off without him. Because it's like, mm-hmm. that's a big thing of agency as well. And I hate when that trope, when it's like, oh, you're better off without me. Just like, shut up. I'm a big brute and you cannot be with me. I'm da- like, <laughs> shh. 
Um, so then now we're at Will's boxing match. Yes. And everybody's wearing top hats, which I thought was great. I was like, oh, look, the top hats are back. <laughs> yes, I love that. And then Anthony sees Sienna. Mm-hmm. And shit happens down below by the bleachers. Yep. Yep. <laughs> um, um, you know what's sad here? You know, Simon's not being here for Will. No. Because he's so but he also notices that something's off. Yes, he does. And But then it's like, it's almost surprising that he wouldn't push a little bit more. Yeah. Then Will even saying, like, uh, he needs way more than Simon wishing him luck or whatever. Yeah, like, yeah. Yeah. And then Lord Featherington mm-hmm. still being an idiot. Mm-hmm. Uh, Philip proposes at this point. He comes back and proposes. We kind yes. of got ahead of the, ourselves there. Just yeah. fine. Um, and I like to when who was it Prudence or Philippa who's like can you one even wear a dress another time or whatever because they have to economize therefore <laughs> so, um, so yeah Daphne finds the letters and then Lady Danbury comes in and I love this scene with yes. them because Daphne doesn't have a mother-in-law but Lady Danbury is as close as it's going to get to a yeah. mother-in-law and so she you know she has that moment with her where she was like I did help him but mm-hmm. it was all his choice it was all his doing. It had to be. And so it goes back to the idea of choice and to kind of lay everything on the table. Yeah. And hope that the person picks up what you're putting down. Yeah. But that's the most you can do. Like Savs. Daphne. <laughs> um, I was going to say Safni. I think that's their ship name. Um, oh. I hate all the ship names. Do you? <laughs> Um, Daphne, uh, <laughs> I don't know what I was going to say. Um, please hold on, gather my thoughts again. Daphne does, you know, she knows now. Yeah. She can't force him to be with her. Yeah. But I think knowing is really important for her to at least understand that. Yeah. It's, there's nothing she could have done. If he had chosen otherwise, that she did everything she could. Yeah, it's a moment of clarity for her mm-hmm. as well. Yeah. And just, and so, like you said, like, knowing that she she did everything she could in that respect. Like, she... Yeah. Yeah, it's just, it's a tough situation. But now yeah. she at least knows why. Um, Sometimes people need a push. Like, that's what Lady yeah. Danbury says. That, mm-hmm. you know, you have to push sometimes. Um but it always, at the end, has to come down to their choice and their decision. Absolutely. Um, and then Will and si- uh, Simon have a really interesting conversation where Simon yes. knows at this point he threw the match. And mm-hmm. he's just like, if you need money, like, why didn't you come to me? And he's like, I did what I had to for my family. And he's like, yeah. you know, basically, what could be more honorable than that? Yes. Yes. Because Simon questions his honor. Yeah. And it's like, and, and it's that- like, what about you? Yeah, I love that Will was able to turn that yeah. back around him. And I love that Will is constantly there to just remind him that mm-hmm. you have a lot of choices you need to make and you're basically making the shitty ones. Yes. Yeah, and then him also telling Simon to worry about his own marriage. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then also, I this is when he says also, right, like he's like, you're angry, but you're not angry at me. I believe so right and then like i love that line too because it was um like no so lord featherington has solved the problem oh yes f him 
And when Portia mentioned something about their diaries and Philippa goes, the first time, like, did I lose it? Like, what happened yeah. to my... <laughs> oh, my God. And her face was just hysterical in that moment. That was um, great. So, yeah, now Francesca is really back. Yes. And Simon accompanies them after Daphne says, like, you know, my sister has returned and family time. Um, I love everything about this scene, just starting from Hyacinth, like not even letting him sit. Yes. <laughs> just peak Hyacinth. That's perfect. Yes. Uh, and then uh, Benedict telling Eloise that she should never do that again. And I'm like, you just made it so much more awkward because now she knows you were there. Yeah, seriously. And uh, also... I do love when she's just like, I don't share food. And yeah. then when Anthony comes over, she just hands him one. And like, hmm. like she's just, do not speak. She's like, oh, God. That scene, I, their facial expressions were gold. It is. I was just like, how, how uncomfortable, how long is this going to last? I know. Um. And also, I think so that scene funny. is really, it's so interesting of how telling Anthony's position really is. Because you would think Benedict, of all people, would just not, he wouldn't have to give an explanation to his brother. Like, he's basically yeah. his, his second in so many ways. But he's also just so different from him that something like that is just, yeah. It's a little scary, I guess. And it's inter- it made for a really great scene. But I also was wondering, I was like, is Anthony really happy for him? Or is he trying to be? Is he? Because yeah. I keep saying this, that Anthony is trying. Yeah. I mean, the whole first half of the season was him managing Daphne. Everything. Life, how messed up did that was. And now he's like, yeah. okay, you do you. Like, you know. You're happy, just- I'm happy. And it was like, and their faces just like. <laughs> What? Yeah. What is in that candy? <laughs> um, and then Benedict stealing the candy as well. But I also love that while she does not share her food, she shares it with Penelope. Of course. Yeah. yeah. Um, and Penelope walking in as Colin is singing. Mm-hmm. And he catches her. And I feel like he had like a little, little like moment there. I'm just like. Yeah, a little moment that he doesn't even know is a little moment, but it's just oh look, it's Penelope. Penelope yeah. is just Penelope in the sense that like there's something really comforting about Penelope. Yeah, I don't think Colin knows anything about his no. heart. He Colin's just heart is a mystery all on its own. But I think that there's something comforting about Penelope, whatever that is, even if yeah. it's a long friendship that we're gonna have. I think it's great to see. But um Yeah. When are we getting ABC singing? Because we all know I, that they're capable of it. Also though, what is this song? I don't know. I don't want to know. It's a very strange like, Is this like a legit old song? Because I'm like, what is happening? I Probably, feel like it but be. considering the fact that I don't have a child, I don't want to know. Yeah. It's fine. I'm good. I'm cool so with it. Let me see uh, Anthony clapping too at this moment. Like, <laughs> I can't unsee that moment because at one point, one of my group chats just turned into any reaction. It was just that gif. <laughs> like, I wish I could take a screenshot of it 
But it was just that gif. That is hilarious. And amazing. It so I can't unsee it, but it's such a it's such a dad Anthony moment. Yeah. And it's like, look at him. Like this is the Viscount who's like loves his family mm. and just he's there for his family and enjoying this moment. And then there's that moment with uh Simon and yes. Gregory and Hyacinth. Yes. With the horse. And Hyacinth well, is perfectly amused by it, rightfully so. But Gregory's like, it's paper. <laughs> And the way Simon's like, like doing that, the horse noise. And Daphne watching, but also Anthony watching. Yes, I was going to say that too. Like both of them watching. It's like Mm -hmm. Anthony gets to see like, this is his friend Mm -hmm. who is now his Mm brother-in-law. And then Daphne. And at that. Yes. Yeah. So, so I hadn't thought of this previously. I can't take credit for it. I saw it online, but they're wondering if Anthony watching Simon with the kids kind of got his brain to maybe chill a bit, which would make total sense as to why he suddenly goes to Sienna and is like, come to the ball with me. Let's be together and rainbows and butterflies and unicorns. And I won't dance. Yeah. My brother, like, what was that? Yeah. My, just, my sister's the duchess. I'm the viscount. Like, I can yeah. do anything. Yeah. And then also, I think hearing that Benedict was with uh, mm. Madame Delacroix is probably, like, another thing. Where, like, maybe this could be a thing. Like, you know, like, not fully thinking everything through. Who can for say? Yeah. Like, who's going to judge us? Yeah. And so yeah. I thought that that was really interesting because it goes back to what we've always been saying about Anthony in the sense that he, he just jumps. <laughs> yes. And he doesn't sit there and ponder he just go dives right in. Yep. Which is very interesting when you think about how much he actually ponders about this Kate Sheffield woman. Yes. Indeed. That is true. Um, so, you know, diving headfirst. And I, I, I hated that scene. Cause I was just like, my guy, what, what are you doing? It was just jarring. It was, but I As was a also, book reader. It was jarring. It was, but again, it, when you see all this, I'm kind of like, it makes sense. He's just, but also he does care. He does. That's the thing. He, his, so much of his clownery comes from the fact that he likes to act like he doesn't care. Mm-hmm. When you're like, you're an emotional little goon. You care yeah. a lot, actually. This is true. So that part of him makes sense. And I'm kind of glad that we saw it because I also need Kate to call him out on it. Be like, you're the nicest. And so when she says that, you're going to know that like he is the nicest man. Um, deep <laughs> down. He just likes to hide that part of him. Yeah. But yeah, so it's like, you know, they're yeah. going to the dance. Yeah, I had one other thought about that whole scene, too, where it's just like, like it is. And we talked about this before, like Anthony sees Sienna Moore's escapism as well, mm-hmm. you know, where it's like he doesn't have to deal with his duties, but it comes mm-hmm. at the end of the day. He has to. Um but, and then we'll talk to more about why they won't work later when we get to that yeah. part. Oh, and Marina finds out she's still with Yeah, Charles. we totally, sk- the part about the dowries was here. I just realized I, again, jumped ahead. She was like, again, did I lose it before? <laughs> Mine's yellow. Like, Penelope. Um, this poor girl, get her a green dress. <laughs> green or lavender, that purple yes. dress she wore in the first episode she when Portia wasn't there was yeah. beautiful. Yeah. 
So get this girl in some lavender. Um, Anthony also says he's not going to dance. And I love that we do not see him dance. Um, Same here. But I also love this scene, though. Then we're back at Hastings' house now. Yes. And Daphne and Simon walking into the ballroom, even though it's, like, empty. But it's still a ballroom. It's their ballroom. And they're, like, three dances. Two dances. One. Like, it was just, like, their first promenade. And I was, like, yeah. I know. I was, like, after this, you guys are going to be happy. (laughs) It was, like, such a cute callback to, like, their whole beginning of their friendship. Yeah. So I love that. And I love the painting. Um, oh, God. The painting is beautiful. Yeah. Go, Henry, man. Yeah. Good job, Henry. I'm proud of you. I want one. <laughs> um, and then Daphne saying they adore you about Hyacinth yeah. and Gregory. Yeah. And, and him saying, just because I'm good with children, I don't want any of my own. I was like, oh, we're still pushing it. Okay. Okay, man. Oh. Okay. That one's um, but we knew. Can this. we talk about the theme of this ball? Ooh, yes. It was so beautiful. The the second the I'm getting way over ahead, but the second the rain starts falling and you see it like on the flowers and you see it on the painting, you start seeing it on the chandelier and the glasses and I just cinematography a plus plus times twenty. It's such a beautiful scene. It is. But before this, yeah. Um, back to where we were. (laughs) Eloise at the dance and that one guy. Just looking at her and she's like, should I take a picture? I know. I was dead. I love that line so much. Um, The the delivery as well is just perfect. I just, I love her so much. Mm -hmm. And then again, Daphne and Eloise, I love their relationship. And then her, like Daphne telling Elle that she can go to the library if she wants to. And Eloise saying thank you for being so perfect so I don't have to like it's a really great and interesting line when you hear that because it is is true the older siblings whether they want to or not there's a sense of I have to be perfect yes and the younger ones get to reap the benefits of that Mm -hmm. which is is great I say that as an older siblings do you sometimes being the oldest sucks (laughs) Uh, but she's like for someone who doesn't like ball gowns you look exquisite in one and I love that as well it was just yeah sweet moments it Um, was really sweet and also this happened and I meant to say this before because uh Penelope pointed out to Eloise that she has oh right I wanted to say this too I love that Penelope's starting to talk to Eloise now that mm -hmm. you know she wants to get married that she she needs to essentially and um Eloise, like, pointing out the privilege that Eloise mm-hmm. has by her siblings' connections. So that's, and I love that we get to see Eloise take that to heart and then, like, and thank Daphne like that. It's just such a great moment for them. Mm-hmm. For sure. Um, and then Lord Featherington is at a brothel. Uh, but Colin and Penelope have a, <gasps> I love that scene. Yeah, they have a great moment here where he, he thanks her for everything mm-hmm. and he basically says that I know you were trying to prevent me from getting hurt. Um, I owe you an apology, which really he doesn't because Colin didn't do anything to her. Yeah, he didn't. He didn't. So, but it was nice to hear him say like, I'm sorry, I didn't believe you. And yeah, um, she's about to 
confess. Yeah. That she loves him. I and was I'm, shocked too for a minute. I know. I was watching that scene thinking, oh my God, is she going to do it? Like, is this happening? Yeah. But then he interrupts her because he's a man and they don't understand anything. He's like, I'm going to Greece. I feel like. You. <laughs> I think it's a good thing though that she. It is for tell sure. Because he would have ran away. Like, yeah, he would never come back from Greece. Yeah, yeah, it would not have been good. Yeah, so um, I'm really glad he didn't. But he was like, you inspired me. You reminded me of what I longed yeah. for. Which, again, I really love that because there is a really special connection between them. Penelope is someone he can talk to outside of his yeah. family and just be comfortable around. There's no, he doesn't have to, you know, buy flowers and put on a facade and court. He just, he can just be himself. Yeah. And even dancing with her is easy and he he asks her to dance and she's like i i i can't no like yeah i not right now and i was like oh honey i know um and then her running into eloise and eloise realizing now that she is upset and she's trying to get her to open up but pen is too upset and she leaves i don't right. remember really she's like she said she was like are you all right but Penelope's like, I'm fine. She's tired. And then she left the party. Oh, yeah. yeah. And then uh, Elle goes off and finds out the whistle down is going to, what do you call it? The Queen's Henchman. Yes. Yes. And she runs to Benedict. Mm Mm-hmm. It's like, the f*** are you doing? (laughs) (laughs) Um, But see, if we didn't know whistle down was Penelope, at that moment, you knew. In a sea of blue, the yellow was suddenly missing. This is true. <laughs> like, it's not like it was a really colorful theme where everyone was wearing yellow. Everyone was wearing blue or, like, purple with Lady yeah. Danbury. And then Penelope in her bright yellow was gone. <laughs> so, um, which I'm just like, how did she get away? Where was she holding her cape? Can we get a flashback scene <laughs> of Penelope grabbing her cape? Well, that's the thing about her being a wallflower. She can slip out unnoticed. This is true, but where is her cape? I don't know. Maybe they have a cloakroom. These are things I gotta know. Mm. So, Anthony's carriage was very dark and black. It was. Did you notice that? Now that you said it, I was like, oh, it is. (laughs) Just like my heart right now. (laughs) (laughs) Um... But he shows up to Sienna's apartment and um, her her main squeeze opens the door mm-hmm. and he's just like, yep. um, and she there's a whole spiel of how she cannot go with him. Mm-hmm. And I like this scene for her. I like, do. If you want to be an independent woman? Bravo. I support. Um, mm-hmm. So, you know, she says you're lost. I cannot, like, don a ridiculous gown, blah, blah. And here's the thing I'm going to say about this. Um, I never got the sense that Anthony was trying to change her. No. I never got the sense that he was not, like, ashamed or anything or that he was trying to, like, turn her into some prim, proper debutante. Like, homeboy was not up for that. Um, But not only that, there's this idea that I feel like if you love someone, if you truly love someone, and you understand that this person is a Viscount, Sadly, they have a title, and it's a title that's passed down from a loving father. If it was, if she was going to be with someone like Simon, who hated his father, was rejecting the dukedom and all that, 
I would get it. I would be like, yo, yeah, screw it all. Yeah. But Anthony's Viscountcy is something he values because it's something his father valued. It's something that his father's father valued. Mm -hmm. And if you love him, you have to respect that. Yeah. I don't like ridiculous shit either. But if I, if it mattered to my partner... Every now and then, I would absolutely do it because that's what partnership is. It's yeah, you're not conforming to every little thing that they are, but you have to do certain things to show your love for them, to show your support for them. Yeah, and so I really hated that line, and that's what told me like she does not love you enough. She does not love you even close to how much you deserve to be loved, and you also don't love her. There's also that, but yeah. But more than that, that if she loved him, she would wear the gown, complain through it, just like Eloise did, yeah. and then go home and have him strip it off. But, you know, and that you're bringing this up is also incredibly telling that they're not partners. They're no. not on the same level. So no. it's like, you know what, I think... I Has she think... ever asked him about his father? No. <laughs> and I think, um, you know, I don't think Anthony would have actually thought out that he wants her to dress up and all the stuff. Yeah. So I'm with you there. But she does bring up a point where if this were to go anywhere, she would have to do that. And yeah. he would eventually want her to change. And again, because this relationship doesn't have the foundation to last, obviously, mm -hmm. that's not going to happen. And just like you said, I really like this moment for her because she tells it how it is and she mm -hmm. calls him out and then once again, he acknowledges it, he hears her, and I he tried. apologizes. Yeah. So it's like, again, we get to see this growth for both of them. Mm -hmm. And we get to see, really, that this was not a rela relationship that was working, which, if mm -hmm. we didn't know that before. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, so it's like, yeah, because they, they don't see each other for exactly who they are. Nope. They see each other for what they are in that moment when they are together. Yeah. But it's like, it is nice to see that they are both genuinely sorry and they're mm -hmm. both hurting. So they mm -hmm. did, they did have some kind of love there. Of but course, it was they not cared about each other. Yeah. Not, the thing is, I hate this concept of like, you can only love one person. It's not hard to love somebody. No. But I, do, I don't want to marry every person I love. Yeah. Like, it, it's a completely different love, but it's not hard to love somebody, and it's not hard to care about somebody. Yeah. And we talked about this before, sorry, but about, like, loving people you know deep down aren't mm -hmm. the ones for you. Even that sometimes is easy to do when your yeah. body and your brain and everything is just kind of all over the place. Yeah. And it's like, I think a lot of the backlash is coming from having the book readers know mm -hmm. what's going on with Anthony and how it's set up in the book versus now how it's set up in the show. And I get, and we were talking about this, like how are they going to show like Anthony's reason for not wanting to marry for love and like show his anxiety. I feel like it'd be very easy to show his anxiety dying young. If he's over the bedside of his father, like he could be talking about that, mm -hmm. but he's not also going to say, and I can never marry for love. Because that would be too painful. He's not going to actually say it out loud. That's all yeah. going to be thoughts in his head. So this is a good way to set up like mm -hmm. him not wanting to marry for love. But it it is jarring for book fans. Yeah. 
I think. And like I said, I was jarred at first. I was like, oh, my God. But now I understand why they did it. Mm -hmm. And I do. I don't want to say I kind of wish they did it better. Just because, like, with Madame Delacroix and, like we said, with Frederick, like, we liked them. Like, it was kind of cute to, like, see their relationships. I'm going to say, for me, it was the comment about the watch. Yeah. The second I noticed that, it was so hard for me to say I care about you with him. Because when she's with Madame Delacroix, I care about her. I'm like, cool, you know, you do you. You you get the protection you need. I get it. Mm -hmm. But the way that she reacted to his father's watch and how she would tear it up bit by bit because it took away from his attention from her. Yeah. That I was like, no, 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 no. I don't like it. (laughs) And from that, I was kind of set off. Yeah. No, I agree with you there. And it's like there you just like I said, you see. And you can just from the beginning. Yeah. How screwed up Anthony is and the fact that like she can't see that. I'm just like. Hello? Yeah. Man ain't okay. <laughs> um, no. Even though I'll give her credit at the duel, she did seem concerned for him. But yes. it, just, it always seemed like he was trying more than she was. Um, yeah. And it was just, I feel like the way they had it play out, it just, I don't know. I don't know. I couldn't, besides that, like, yeah, the whole thing with the watch and everything, it's like, just kept me from caring about her or mm-hmm. wanting to care about her in relation to him. But, you know, again, I get also how in the now. books for some reason, I've told you this. I don't think anyone else knows this, but I was imagining her to be like an older woman. <laughs> I don't know why I had like, I was picturing, um, Oh, right. The woman uh, from, the Greatest woman, Greta Showman. I'm completely blanking on her name right now. I'm even blanking on her character, like the opera singer, and just with an Italian accent. Is <laughs> how I was picturing it. The last like few times I read it, so I was like, "Hmm, this opera singer. What? Like, what's her deal?" Um, yeah. So, <laughs> I don't know. But also, again, we weren't picturing this as something that Anthony cared about. So, it, yeah. Naturally, it was going to be jarring that he did. Yeah. But then when you think about the fact that he's a little shit that likes to claim he doesn't care when he really does care, you're like, ah. Yep. Yeah. I get it, you clown. I get it. <laughs> um, And then so he throws the flowers and he goes. Yeah. And, um, Probably goes and drinks at White's for the rest of the night. Yep. Um, And then Lady D confronts Simon. I don't know why I just called her Lady D. Lady Danbury confronts Simon again and says, your pride will cost you everything and leave you with nothing. I love that. I know. It was such a good line. It was Um, so good. And Violet talking about Edmund again and how she never dances. Cue me getting teary-eyed for the whole rest of the episode. Yeah. She... And that's what she says, that, like, it was a choice. It was always a choice that he and I made to love each other. And we don't have that choice now. Like, she doesn't have the choice to to dance with him, to love him, to be with him. But she does anyway. Um, and so Daphne's like, what? Like, there's nothing more I can do. Like, I've tried everything. Yeah. And this line is what gets to me when she says, you are a Bridgerton. There's nothing you can't do. And I was like, 
this is it. This is the show. It it was it's this this ridiculous family and this show that we care about so much is that very thing that these Bridgertons care and they're good people and we're rooting for them. And so mm-hmm. that line I was like, I wanna be a Bridgerton too. <laughs> Even though they mess up sometimes, but yeah. that only makes them human. Who doesn't exactly. mess up? Um, oh, so, that was rough. That was such a rough scene, and I love yeah. it. Yeah. Oh, then we got Eloise warning oh, Lady yeah. Whistledown. Take, uh, getting her out uh, to leave. And uh, I love the footman's like, we should really go back. <laughs> um, and then the dance happens. And it's Ooh. so beautiful. Um, I love this dance. Everyone's watching them, and it starts raining. And I love everything about this scene. The I love music. Yeah, oh. the music, the so performances, good. the aesthetics. Oh my god, the aesthetics! I it's... can I please go to a dance like that in the rain and just seriously. When will this damn pandemic be over so we can just enjoy life like this? Lord knows, but... And so she says, like, I cannot keep pretending that I don't love you, and I cannot keep pretending that, like... It's just... Mm -hmm. Like, you have to... Like, you can choose. Yeah. And I also like her saying, like, she's not perfect, but Mm -hmm. she's like, look at me. Like, you know, like, her family loves her anyways, even though she's not perfect. And it's like, oh, God. Yeah. it is this scene is just so good and it's mm-hmm. it's rough but it's amazing. She te- and I like that she tells him that she read the letters. Yes. Yeah. So then and then he knows and it's like everything's out in the open mm-hmm. now. And he's not even I feel like he's not even like really mad about it especially as she keeps talking. I feel like you can see like kind of like a weight being lifted off his shoulders but mm-hmm. then also not because now he's like confronting this like really Mm -hmm. confronting his fears so it's just it's beautiful Um, and then there he stays out in the rain for god knows how long yeah who knows it looks like she's been waiting there like she got dried she's right is it the daytime it's sunny when he comes back in so it might be morning jesus my dude yeah but also, like, those parties always start late and, like, go until God knows when. Yeah, but still, I mean, he was out there at least for a hot second part oh, yeah. life. Yeah, maybe he was just wandering the halls of his scary, creepy, cold house. But this room is not creepy no. and cool. This room is actually warm, even yeah. if it's cool-toned. And, and the lighting is warm yeah. for the sunrise. Oh. And I thought that that was such a beautiful shift from what we've seen yes. prior. Yeah. And... They finally patch things up. She, mm-hmm. you know, he says, I, I don't know how to do this. And she's like, you you stay and we figure yeah. it out. And they have sex and yeah. he stays. And it's like, Lily. yeah, <laughs> he literally stays. The whole he does. Um, but it's like, and it's like beautiful, too, because it's like there's no more walls, no one no. pretending. And they're both it's so it. happy. Like, yep. They finally reached that point. This is also it. the music uh, at this point yes. too is so beautiful. Score man, God bless yeah. the score. Um, but Lord Featherington is dead. Yeah, but is he really? Because nobody, no dead. I didn't think of that. Listen, this is this is a. I, I don't want to think about this with this show. <laughs> yeah, I know show. Because My brain would immediately jump there. 
he like, is he's dead. I don't want to see I him know. again. Well, he's dead in the books. Yeah, exactly. So but, but and then Eloise being there for Penelope while she's crying. Yeah, but also the way that when um, Portia realizes that he took the deed of the house and the way that she cries, I was just like, this poor woman, why do yeah. I care about you? I know. Um, and Marina at this point already knows she's pregnant and she's mm-hmm. going to have to marry Philip. Yeah. And then her asking how she married Without. That really got me. Yeah. I was actually very surprised by how kind Portia was in this scene when Marina asks her how she did it 22 years with no love. And she says, you get through it every day with your babies. And she was like, you're much stronger than I was. And I that, that really got me. I don't know why. I was sitting there going, huh. Yeah, it was. It was I a- did not expect to I feel things for you. That. Yeah. So she leaves with Philip. Um, and then on the other side of the house, the street, uh, Colin is leaving. And oh, but also, who inherits the Featherington estate? You know what? I hope it's Will because I need him to stick around. <laughs> I would like that. That's fine. That would be oh someone my God. I care yeah. about. Yeah. They but also, it. I want him to have a legitimate role if he's going to yeah. stay, not just kind of be in the background because then that's just sucky for the actor. Yeah. It is. Cause, and then it's like, Will was Simon's friend. And again, I'm not saying I hope he's not on the show next season. Yeah. But it's like, I don't, I hope there's not like too many Pete, like side characters. Because like you said, like then they're waiting around for essentially nothing. And then it's like, so Will was Simon's friend who was the lead. But now it's Anthony's going to be the main man and Simon's yeah. going to be his friend. And he has his brothers. So like, I wonder so, how that's going to work out. That's why it would make sense if he was a Featherington yeah, heir. I don't know how that's going to happen. My Unless brain went the there. from... The, the Bow Street Runners? I don't know. I don't know. When he got uh, the money, I got nothing. Uh, so, yeah, and then Anthony is all, I figured it out. You know, I got to go declare my intentions, and love is a difficulty itself. And I was like, oh, my guy. Just Simon and Daphne's reaction was perfect. Yeah. The way they just look at each other and they're like, should we tell him? Or whatever they said. Do you think he'll learn? No. Someone um, needs to beat it in him, and that person is Kate Sheffield. Yep. And then and Eloise and her complete malfunction when she realizes she's wrong. That was so great. I know. I was just like, her face. She's great. I don't know how Claudia Jesse did that. She literally looked like she was malfunctioning. <laughs> it was glorious. It was so great. Also, I wanted to mention, I love uh, the littles, like uh, Gregory and Hyacinth asking for gifts. I know. It doesn't count if you ask for it. And then she gives them, like, color combinations. (laughs) Um, Yeah. And so, and then we have Penelope. She lady whistled down. Wow, we had no idea. But no, no I love that they did that. And I love that the voiceover is that it will be entirely up to me. Yes. So it's like, yes, yes girl. I love that. Um, and that was just such a great performance by Nicola. Mm-hmm. The way that she, her smile just shifted a little. And there was a yeah. sense of confidence in her that's only present with Whistledown. I was like, this is genius. Yes, that was perfect. I yeah. love that. So... Excellent. 
the epilogue and they are they are they are children (laughs) they are parents and they have a boy yeah i i'm okay with it why because they named their kids amelia belinda and every time i read that i thought of amelia bedelia and i shit you not i would lose my mind i kind of would have liked if it was all girls though because then it's like the Hastings line does go away and he ends up getting what he wants. <laughs> but then he does have a son. Yeah, eventually. Yeah, that's true. So the rest of the, the other three can be. Yeah. <laughs> uh, girls. Um, so funny. But yeah, that but was yeah, a really the- great scene. I loved it. So they're happy. Mm. That's the end of them. Yeah, and I so I'm, I'm wondering if like they'll have like little epilogues at the end of each season. <laughs> it's Anthony's pro um, epilogue. Then I expect to see Miles get up on a chair and shut them both up. <laughs> um, yes. Yeah, I I kind of hope they do have, like, that epilogue for Anthony. Yeah. Unless they're going to, like, tease it, like, the whole series. Like, is he going to die? Like, is he dying? <laughs> oh, my God. What's going to happen? Although uh, that would be interesting source of anxiety for both of them. Yeah, but... Yeah. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I don't. Although I'm sure a whole year is going to pass at least. So they'll probably yeah. be new parents. But then that kind yeah. of, she's well, pregnant during, well, it also makes sense. She could play Paul Mall and be fine. She's pregnant yeah. Paul Mall. Yeah. So like, I was just trying to think, cause I believe it's like the season ends in like August and then mm-hmm. it technically starts in like February. But then I saw something online that it was like debutantes, were introduced to the queen on her birthday, which was in May. So how many months is that? I can't do that math right now, but I don't know. <laughs> I can't count those months right now, but it would be like, they'd either be... I'm not paying that close attention. If they told me it's a year, I'll believe them. I don't need yes. continuity. <laughs> no, I just, we need Anthony to be 29. That's all we yeah. need. Yeah. And to have his meltdown. <laughs> oh, Anthony. All in come back from grace. So, um, so that's the end of season one. What would you rate season one in, in the entire? Well, do we want to do this episode first? Sure, this episode. Nine. Nine, me too. Definitely hard nine. Maybe yeah. even a little bit higher. I give it a nine. Yeah. Whole season? Ooh, I feel like in 8.7. I would do 8.7 too. Yeah. That's a good one. Maybe like, 8.5. Yeah. Great score. Here's the thing. Season two has been renewed. It's coming back. And so we're done for this season. Yes. But we got to talk about the Viscount who loved me as a book. So that we do. Whenever we get casting for Kate Sheffield, when we know, when we have a face to the name, that's when we'll come back to talk about the Viscount who loved me. And all of our hopes and dreams for season two. Yes. And I cannot wait for that because I also cannot wait to find out who is playing Kate. Kate, Edwina, Mary, Newton. Yes. Oh, Newton. (laughs) I love that. Give me all of it. So we'll be back when that happens. Because then we'll have a face and it'll be so exciting. Um, But yeah. Thank you guys for following along this journey but by the time you know what i really hope this episode isn't airing for another at this point like what four weeks um 
I hope we have casting by then. Ooh, that'd be nice. That's a because they are planning to film in spring. So hello. Yeah, and it would be weird to not announce casting. Mm-hmm. Give it to us, please. Please, that is what we deserve. I just want to know. Um, but thank you guys for tuning in this season. Yes, thanks for coming in. Thanks for having me. It was so much fun. Having you where? I don't know. Is this is well, Lady Geeks. Yeah. Okay. Never mind. Thank you for having me too. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's good it. times. That's the end of the Duke and the Duchess. Yes, we're heading towards. The Viscount. And I'm so excited. I know. I can't handle it. In case you couldn't tell, we're really excited about Anthony and the Viscount. They're not our favorites. We're objective. We love all of them. We hardly spoke about Anthony this whole time. No, not at all. (laughs) Goodbye, everybody. Real. Bye.